Welcome back to Podcast 48 of 2022. I'm your host, Kiev O'Neill. You can follow me on Twitter at OBKiev. Follow us at the Ozbreakers and follow us on social media slash the Ozbreakers. This episode is being brought to you by Circa Sports. The biggest pro football overlays in Vegas are back with $12 million in guaranteed prizes only at Circa Sports. These contests have two ways to win and no rake. Circus Sports Millions has quarterly payouts and 100% payback. Play Circus Survivor and select one team each week with no point spread. Take in the big money with $12 million in guaranteed prizes. Enter in Vegas. Play from anywhere. Visit CircusSports.com. If you'd like to support and benefit from the Oddsbreakers, please go to theoddsbreakers.com, click shop, and become a member. Pick any of our premium cappers and our packages to get our premium plays before the line moves. You can also support us on patreon.com. And if nothing else, please visit the Ozbreakers and become a free picks newsletter subscriber. Football is insights, my friends, and the preseason is now rolling. We have a few games coming up this Thursday. We have some games on Saturday and Sunday. Very excited for NFL to finally be back. Now, remember everything I said about the preseason, information and motivation really drive these numbers. Obviously, motivation is a huge thing when it comes to these coaches and their goals. But whenever there is information on the starters released, then you have to act accordingly. And that number is going to move very quick. Try to follow the beat writers for some of these teams. Follow Adam Schefter. Follow Ian Rappaport. There is notifications that you can set to your Twitter to get these into your ears and into your pocketbook, let's just say, as fast as possible. Like, for example, the Giants released some information today. They were going to play some starters. I believe the Jets are as well. You can see if there's a healthy competition going on and who's actually going to be starting in these preseason games. The lines will move shortly after these information is made public and that's because people are pounding it the second that that information comes out trust me people are sitting there in front of the odd screens every single day many hours a day i'm in front of the odd screen a heck of a lot of my day you know i have one screen on my computer usually dedicated to odds just so i can see what's going on and how their lines are moving and uh, i also like to know who's moving these lines if possible you have to be studying that information if you want to be serious about betting sports and betting the nfl but the preseason's here and we have a few plays and we already made them for Ozbreakers members and there might be a few free plays based upon the preseason so make sure you stay tuned to the oddsbreakers.com for that when it comes to today's show i'm going to give out an obvious play on a side in preseason. And you can probably guess what it is if you've been listening to the show. And then D Nasty is going to come on later. And we're going to go over our position groups and rank our positions probably through about 30 or so for running backs and receivers, 15 for tight ends, 
you know, 15 for quarterbacks. So you can kind of see what our thoughts are on how this fantasy draft is setting up, at least right now, for this season. All right, the team I want to talk about is the Baltimore Ravens today playing the Tennessee Titans. This line's been pushed back a little bit. It was at three with some juice on it a couple weeks ago, and then it went up to four and a half, and now it's down to three and a half. And the reason that is is because they interviewed Harbaugh, and I believe Lamar Jackson isn't going to be playing. So that did affect the line of point. And it didn't go past the three yet because of a couple reasons. We still don't know what's going on with Tennessee and who they're going to play, what kind of competitions that they're going to have. Maybe they even bench their starters as well and don't even come out for one single snap for Ryan Tannehill or Derrick Henry or any of the other main guys. Very possible that they're not going to play. So you still have to remember that Harbaugh likes to win. But the big question now is... Does has is Jim Harbaugh changed his tune after he injured everybody last year? And this is something I've been thinking about for about two months now, right? How is he going to approach the preseason? The only thing I can think about is Harbaugh and his amazing record in the preseason, right? I mean, being 40 and 12 is like 77%. Looking at what he's done week one, 13 and one. 13 wins, one loss. The middle weeks, 19 and 6. The final week, 8 and 5. Okay? I mean, that tells you that he's probably going to want to win this game. Now, obviously, you worry about the injuries and what happened. But the way I'm going to look at this situation is that a leopard doesn't change his stripes. I honestly believe that John Harbaugh is still going to want to win this game. And the players are going to all follow suit. Okay, And I also like the fact that even though it's a small sample size with Mike Vrabel, but he is 2-1 in the first week, 1-4 in the second week and third week together, and then 1-2 in, in the final weeks, right? So that's not a good record for preseason being 4-7 and seven at 36%. I don't believe that Vrabel cares about the preseason, and I highly doubt he's going to play his starter. So right now, I would say play the money line on the Baltimore Ravens, you can get it at minus 175. If you're going to bet baseball or UFC at minus 175, why would you not do the same thing for football, especially in a situation like this? I don't like going past the three. If anything, buy the three down to maybe minus 140 or minus 135 if you can. But right now, I think all the momentum still has to be looked at for Baltimore until I see different. I am going with the Ravens for two stars. All right, with our further ado, let's get into some fantasy football with our guy, D-Nasty. All right, we are back with some fantasy football, Dave. How's your summer been, buddy? Awesome. Even better now that fantasy football is turning back up in training camp. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, just been waiting, and all the leagues are starting to pop up again. We're getting the emails, and then... Obviously, everybody keeps bugging us to join their league, and we have to say no. <laughs> Not that we're it's, it's just too much to manage. I mean, I I I want to keep them small for me. I know you're in a ton more than I am, but yeah, I'm I mean, ten. You, so. you 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 probably even have to limit it, right? <laughs> yeah, ten's probably my limit now. I think. 
Yeah, Jesus, it's just too many for me to manage. But I do all kinds of stuff. You're you're a, you're a fantasy specialist, so we'll keep it that, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll keep it square like that, my man. Oh, it's great to see you though, man. Great to be, back. be back. And uh, we have football season coming on. But this episode, we're gonna be keep it pretty simple here. We're not gonna give you some, you know, boring draft. We're just gonna talk about the position groups, and we're gonna talk about maybe who's overrated in a position and who's uh underrated we're gonna rank our top like 30 35 running backs wide receivers i'm gonna do a first five dave does his first five you know like that back and forth and uh see if we line up dave and see where we agree and where we disagree so i like it if that sounds cool let's get it done and hopefully give the audience a little bit of value here starting with running backs the bell cows of fantasy football right well they pretty much are i mean the the point per reception throws them off somewhat to receivers, but in general, it's still the running backs. But obviously, the way we're going to rank these is a half point per reception, just because we want to be kind of in the middle. Because if there's a point per reception league, it leans towards running backs that catch the ball a lot more than the others. As a matter of fact, I would probably even put Austin Eckler number one if that was the case. Um, and uh, if it's a half point, it's a little bit still closer to the touchdown heavy running back so very important to think about it like that and obviously some leagues are still no points per reception and uh, those really lean on the heavier running backs but as a half point reception i'm going to give you my top five we're going to start out with jonathan taylor as number one i think it's pretty obvious former badger nice to see a former badger being the number one overall pick of the fantasy football, Dave. I'm pretty stoked about that. Um, I am as well. It, it's so cool. And he's such a great dude. And I'm hearing good things from the Colts camp as well. So I'm happy with Jonathan Taylor here. He doesn't seem to get injured. He used to have a fumbling problem, but he seemed to kind of uh, stop it. He stopped fumbling. And uh, I'm really happy for that. Curb that issue. And Austin Eckler, you got to have number two. I have him at number two. I know other rankings have him like three or four or five, but uh, too many receptions in the Chargers, and they're going to have to score a lot of points in that division to keep up with the rest of the team. So I can expect a lot of points from Austin Eckler. Number three, I have the Minnesota Vikings, Delvin Cook. I always pray for him to get injured in my dynasty league because I have Alexander Madison. <laughs> but he's just, he held up last year, man. I just kept waiting and waiting, but that Alexander Madison is a semi-bust. I, I was able to use him somewhat when Cook was injured the year before, but he got banged up a little bit, I guess, last year. But He was up for a couple games, I think one or two games last year. Yeah, they use him a lot, so you better handcuff when you get Delvin Cook. Uh, Derrick Henry, I have number four. And Derrick Henry in a non-PPR league would probably be two, in my opinion. So um, just kind of keep... Keep thinking about that. I, Cook, hopefully, will get some more receptions for three. And then number five, Dave, I have Joe Mixon. You know, I mean, Super Bowl caliber team. Uh, Joe Burrow th- throwing the ball. He's, like, one of the top receivers as well. He catches a lot of balls. I like Joe Mixon, my man, at number five. Who are your top five? All right. Uh, pretty similar at the top. I got Jonathan Taylor, like you said, or Badger up there. I like that. Uh, number two, Christian McCaffrey. Uh, even though he's he's been injured for the last couple of years, uh, he's going to put up some high PPR numbers. Uh, he can get you up to 70, 80 catches in a season if healthy. So, And don't forget, he was the number one back several years ago. So uh, I, I like him at number two. 
Uh, I got Austin Eckler at number three. I do like him as well uh, with his PPR potential. Uh, he's going to be give some of those carries there as well. He's going to be their lead back there. Uh, number four, I got Delvin Cook. Uh, like you said, he has he is their go-to bell cow there. He gets all their carries. There's no running back by committee there at all, so I do like Delvin Cook. Number five, this might be a shocker, but Aaron Jones. Uh, I was just at family night on Friday night, did a little scouting. Uh, the, the, with Devonte Adams gone, someone's going to soak up those receptions. Last year, when Devonte Adams was out, uh, he averaged five to six receptions per game. So I do like him quite a bit this year. I know he's ranked quite a bit lower in most rankings, but he's going to get a lot of PPR, and he's going to be a huge PPR back this year. He might not get as many carries with Dylan's uh, snagging some carries away from him, uh, but he will get a lot more receptions this year with the weak receiving core that the Green Bay Packers have. Wow, I disagree with two of yours, Christian McCaffrey and Aaron Jones, but you'll you'll see where I have them ranked and why in a few minutes. Why don't you go with six or ten, my man? All right, number six, I have Najee Harris, uh, Bell Cow for the Steelers. He is banged up a little bit right now, but he will be the main guy there. Uh, number seven, I do like Joe Mixon as well. Uh, Bengals are up and coming offense. I do like that offense. Uh, number eight, DeAndre Swift. Uh, before he got injured last year, he was putting up monster numbers. A lot of people probably forgot that what kind of numbers he was putting up before he got injured, but uh, he's putting up some nice numbers before his injury. Uh, and then number nine, I got Aaron. I got Derrick Henry. Uh, even though he, I just downgraded, he is like you said a number one or, or top three back, uh, number two back if healthy and. Uh, if there was no PPR, but this is a PPR league, a half PPR, so uh, Derrick Henry does not catch the ball at all, uh, very little. So uh, I did downgrade him to the number nine because of that. And then at number 10, I have Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. Interesting. Did You You didn't have Fournette in there, right? I did not, no. All right. So here's my six through 10. Um, number six, I have Najee Harris from Pittsburgh. I think he's just going to be the main guy there and get a massive amount of the carries in Pittsburgh. And, uh, I think he's proven that he's an NFL caliber running back, a very good running back. I have Nick Chubb next just because I don't see Cleveland throwing the ball that deep and much. I think, uh, I, I I think Chubb's going to have to be a big factor if they're going to move the ball at all, even. So I love Chubb. Plus, there's talk about Kareem Hunt being traded. There's this kind of I know. It surprised me when I heard that yesterday. Yeah, yeah. So I find that really interesting. And now that kind of puts Kareem Hunt in limbo. Now, I will say that wherever he lands is probably going to be used pretty well. So just keep that in mind. Um, I have Alvin Kamara at number eight. And, you know, you have to trust Kamara. I mean, he's a big part of that New Orleans team, and he's just oh, a beast. I, I don't know why some of the ranked sites have him 15th. I, I have him in the top 8 or 10. He was he, he was a, a playoff guy. You know, he was great when it comes to the end of the year. You know, they're fighting for playoffs. I think, uh, you know, he's going to do good in the fantasy playoffs when they're, you know, trying in their regular season to finish a strong record here for the New Orleans Saints. So I like Alvin Kamara a lot. I mean, he was a top three guy the last two, three years. I, you oh, can't, yeah. can't really forget about this guy. Um, Leonard Fournette. Yeah, you got to remember about a suspension that's looming, though, too. So they got the court date pushed back, so he won't be out at all for September. But after that, he, he could be, be suspended, and it could be a lengthy amount of games. So he could be gone for half your fantasy season, so that's why he's being downgraded right now. Yeah, but that's not going to happen because the court's pushed back, and they'll probably push it back again. 
is what I'm thinking. Well, if they don't, he can still get it suspended mid-year, so that's just still a chance out there. Yeah, make sure you handcuff him. And I have Leonard Fournette, number 10, just because he was actually third in targets at 84 for running backs. Third in targets. for It's just quietly third. Nobody talks about that with Leonard Fournette. But, yeah, he catches a ton of balls. And, you know, he's still got Tom Brady whipping the ball. I'm okay with Fournette right there. He's proven pretty durable lately. So that's uh, my next five. And... I will go into the next ones. I have DeAndre Swift at number, or sorry, I didn't even get to number 10. DeAndre Swift, I have number 10 for the Detroit. I think he's going to be the main, main guy there. Number 11, I have Christian McCaffrey, Dave. And uh, McCaffrey is, he just has no offensive line. The last few years, their offensive line, I think, was better three, four years ago when he was going number one in fantasy. Now there's injury concerns with him. He's a little bit older. You have a couple other backs there as well that aren't too bad either. You know, they're going to be trying to get the ball a little bit. Um, they're not going to, like, go away from him, but they can't overuse him. You know, guys like Deontay Foreman is over there. And, uh, you know, he's Chuba Hubbard. Chuba Hubbard. Yeah, he, they're going to put up an argument. So you got to remember that. But I heard both. I, I heard Hubbard isn't looking very good in training camp right now, though. That's the that's the word on the street right now uh, coming out of training camp that he hasn't looked that good. Foreman's looked okay, but neither one of them have really blown blown anyone away during training camp. So I don't see them taking over many carries right away. I will see. Um, next, I have is Javante Williams. I have Javante Williams from Denver. He's pretty much the main guy melvin gordon's kind of the one that's paid now on the back burner so they'll use them both but i i'm surprised melvin i think he restructured his contract or something that's i think that's why denver kept him um don't quote me on that that's what i heard he was a free agent they just re-signed him but it was for a lower dollar amount yeah well you know it's he's still getting paid a decent amount Ezekiel Elliott, number 13. I mean, how do you not have Zeke in the top 15? I think he got to with a, a powerful Dallas team, even though Pollard has shown that he's very capable himself. But uh, it's it's going to be hard to handcuff Zeke, and that's another problem because Pollard is going to be just taken anyway for points, flex points. Uh, James Conner, I have number 14. And uh, – I, Arizona, he's pretty much the main guy in Arizona now for sure. Edmonds is gone, and um, he's going to get some c- catches as well. And then Cam Akers, I have for the Rams at number fifteen. He's going to be he, quietly be good this year, in my opinion. I think Cam could be a, a could even be a little bit more of a sleeper, but I'm just not quite ready to buy that. But he, he looks like he might take the lead role and uh, get a lot of carries. Dave, what is your ten through fifteen? Or 11 through 15. All right, great. Uh, number 11, this might be a little bit of a shocker, but Saquon Barkley. Uh, I think the Giants have a, a proved offensive line. They got some offensive weapons as well. Uh, Daniel Jones, this is his make or break year. This is his last contract year on his rookie contract. So uh, we'll see, what, see. We'll see. Saquon Barkley was a number one running back several years ago, just like McCaffrey. So uh, I'm, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. He's my sleeper this year. So I'm, take, I'm taking Barkley at 11. Uh, Number 12, I have Leonard Fournette. I do like him as well. Like you said, Brady likes to check down to his running back, so I do like that him at 12. 13, I got Alvin Kamara. Like you said, I do agree with you. Uh, he can be a top five back. Uh, the suspension is just kind of looming over him. That's the only reason I downgraded him. Otherwise, he, like I said, top five, I, I like Kamara, and he gets a lot of receptions as well. Uh, Winston like throwing to him too. Uh, number 14, Javante Williams. 
Uh, I like him. He's up and coming, young running back. He's one of my sleepers as well. I think he could be he could have a breakout year if Gordon does get injured or if he does take that lead role there. Uh, number fifteen, James Conner. Uh, like you said, he is the main guy in Arizona now, so I do like him there. Uh, and then I'll just go with my next five as well. I have number sixteen. I have Zeke Elliott for Dallas. He's still one of the top backs in the league. Uh, he's getting a little bit older, and Pollard's kind of cutting into his carries, but he's still going to put up some numbers. Uh, seventeen. I do like Cam Akers as well. Uh, he's one of my sleepers too. If he's healthy and he proves he's healthy, I think he's, he's the lead guy there for sure. And the Rams have a good offense. If Stafford is still able to play with that arm injury that he's he's fighting through right now. Number eighteen, I got a bear here, David Montgomery. Uh, I do like him. He came on last year. Uh, he kind of had a semi breakout year last year. Uh, Bears are just a mess on offense though, still. But uh, he's going to be the main guy there, and he'll get some receptions on the backfield as well. Uh, the nineteen, I do have my first rookie, Brees Hall for the Jets. Uh, the Jets did make some nice offseason moves. Uh, they did improve their line. Uh, so I do like him at 19. Uh, and then number 20, I'm going with another, per se, rookie. Uh, he was out all of last year, but Travis Etoyne Jr. from Jacksonville Jaguars. I do like him. Uh, James Robinson is out. He did start practicing again, but uh, he still may be out with that ACL uh, that he did injure last year. Uh, so I do like him to actually he could take on a lead back role as well. And he does, he's going to catch a lot of passes out of the backfield and they had been lining him up as a wide receiver as well. ETN makes sense. All right. No, good stuff. I, so here's where I have Aaron Jones. I have him 16 and more of a bust in my opinion, compared to where the others rank him. A lot of have him 10th. I just think that Dylan might take the main job from him and get all the touchdowns. So, um, the receiver, Devontae Adams, they're not going to throw more of the running back because of it. They're going to throw the receivers like Rodgers does, and they're going to throw to Tanya, Dave. So that's my opinion. Uh, I was not going to play until like week one or two. That's that's fine. Week one or two is just fine. <laughs> Why not? I mean, that's kind of when the season starts, right? All right, David Montgomery, number 17. I have Saquon Barkley, number 18, which I have him in bust territory as well. I can't trust the Giants. Um, Elijah, Elijah Mitchell, I have at number 19 for San Fran. Um, he's going to be the main guy there in my opinion. And San Fran is just a powerful team. I don't trust their quarterback there and he might even be a little bit of a bust himself. So, uh, (laughs) just fair warning, uh, quarterback, not, not completely sold on what's his face over there. Trey Lance. Yeah. And, uh, number 20, I have. Antonio Gibson from Washington. I'm a little concerned for him, but I think 20 is a fair spot for him, Dave. Um, He's still going to get more than Robinson, even though Robinson from Alabama is a good draft pick. And um, one thing I will say about, well, let me get the Brees Hall. There, there is something that can't happen. I have my first rookie next and that's Kenneth Walker, the third from Seattle, Dave. Uh, I like Kenneth Walker as well. He's one of my sleepers this year, but he's not going to get top 30. Chris Carson, didn't Chris Carson retire or he might be retiring from football? He is is retired, yes. Yeah, he's got his neck was too messed up to go in the future. I mean, Richard Penny? Oh, no, no thanks. I I don't think he's going to hold it over Walker, no. The Doak Walker Award is going to go with Ken Walker here. Um, Let's see here, number... 22, Josh Jacobs, I have. And I have Josh Jacobs, you know, solid. The Raiders just put on news press today that uh, he's not in, in the trade. They're not talking trades with him. That was just all rumors. They're they're happy with him. Um, Miles Sanders, I have, number 23. He kind of fell in a lot of drafts. I think he's a little bit better than that. 
Um, J.K. Dobbins, I have number four because the Ravens are so powerful of a run team, but he was injured last year, so I am a little bit concerned for him. He got injured in the preseason. He didn't really get to play a game last year, but he was their top pick. He, he might he was either week one. Or, I think it was preseason he got injured, Dave. Number, and I'm just going to go through my top 30 here. A.J. Dillon's number 25 for reasons I already stated earlier. Damian Harris for New England's number 26. I don't trust him a lot either. I do have Brees Hall though, Dave, at number 27. He's worth that. But Mekhi Becton, it just ruined his knee. And they said it could be serious. And Adam Schefter just tweeted a minute ago when you were talking that they're saying it could be possibly as serious and that's their top, top tackle over there in, the, yeah, in New is. York. So that sucks for... That definitely hurt him, yeah. That hurts, I agree. That hurts pretty tall. Number 28, I have James Cook from Buffalo. That's another little uh, sneaky uh, rookie. I think he takes over Devin Singletary and Moss over there. I don't know about that. I think Singletary came on last year, the last three, four games. He looked like a pretty good back and their lead back last year. So we'll see. I think Devin Cook will be kind of like an Eckler type, but now he's not going to take all the carries, though. Singletary is still going to get the first, second, third, first and second down carries. You watch, sure. you watch it, buddy. James Cook, my man. <laughs> Number 29, I have a sleeper. Marlon Mack. I think he's my sleeper. And uh, why not? I see the monster of this year, man. Come on. Return, Mack. <laughs> re- return of the Mac, baby. Houston. Well, it's all they got in Houston, man. It's all they got. Return of the Mac. Uh, I put him up high. They don't, they don't have anybody else there that's worth anything. Then I have Rashad Penny at number 30. Um, Chase Edmonds, 31. Travis Etienne, 33. Uh, I'm not so sure about him yet, but you could be right. Um, then I have Devin Singletary, number 30, actually I have Devin Singletary, number 33. I have Ronald Jones, number 34 from Kansas city. I think he'll get, I don't like Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I think he's a bust. And then I have Ronald or, or Tony Pollard at 35. <laughs> he could be, he could be getting a lot of carries in Dallas. I'm, I'm concerned a little bit for Zeke because of Pollard and how successful he's been. So, uh, why don't you go through the rest of yours? All right, sounds good. Uh, 21, I have Antonio Gibson. I think he still has the lead back there, but Brian Robinson will cut into his carries. Uh, Elijah Mitchell at 22, I do like him. Sam Francisco likes to run the ball a lot. Uh, they will continue to do so this year. Uh, Josh Jacobs at 23, he, he's still going to be solid this year. Uh, he's still going to be the lead back, but uh, I know some other backs will cut into his carries. Rashad White and Kenyon Drake will cut into his carries a little bit, but I think, I think he still gets the majority of those. 24, I do like J.K. Dobbins coming back. Uh, he just was activated off the PUP list today, so he's going to start practicing now. Uh, he's going to be re- ready to go for week one, so I uh, definitely like him. He's one of my sleepers this year. Uh, I think he could come back strong and have a really great year. Uh, 25, I got A.J. Dillon, uh, the other part of that Packers backfield. I think he's going to be a stud this year, too. Like you said, I think he can get a lot more touchdowns this year. He's going to get the first down work, but I still think Aaron Jones gets a lot of those uh, catches, and he's going to get a lot more catches now as well. Uh, and then I do have at 26, Miles Sanders. Uh, he's going to be the lead back for the Eagles. And he is kind of underrated guy. He's one of those underrated guys that he puts up nice numbers when he's playing. And as long as he's healthy, he's going to be a good back. So mm-hmm. uh, I think that's one that people forget about. 27, Devin Singletary. I do like him. Uh, he did, Like I said, he did come on those last three, four games last year and in the playoffs. I do like him. I think he could kind of be his breakout year this year. I think he could be a sleeper. I think not even a sleeper. I think kind of a breakout this year for him. So I do like him at 27. Uh, 28, uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I uh, do like him. 
Uh, he'll, he'll be lead back there, but he just got to stay healthy. That's his thing. He's, he's always been injured and banged up. Uh, 29, I got Kenneth Walker. Uh, that's another rookie on my list I do like. I do like Kenneth Walker with Carson retiring, like you said. Uh, number 30, I had Rashard Penny. Uh, I think he could get a lot of carries as well with Kenneth Walker being a rookie. Uh, if he doesn't break, if Kenneth Walker doesn't grasp the offense right away, uh, I think he does get a lot of carries. And then I have at 31, uh, I have Tony Pollard. I do like him this year as well. And then another sleeper I do like this year is Rod Stevenson. I do like him over Damian Harris. He does. He's, he's going to get some receiving work. Uh, he might take over that James White role as well and get some early down carries. So uh, he's my sleeper that I like the most of all the running backs this late. Reminder Stevenson, yeah, I thought about him a little bit, and I am concerned about Harris, so I agree with you. I'm going to probably just uh, – I'm going to bump him up a little bit. I agree with you there, Reminder Stevenson. I have him like at 39 right now. He's probably top 35, uh, definitely above Devin Singletary, so I'll do that. Um, all right, no, it makes sense. Any other – so here's my rest of my bus. It's uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is a bus. Kareem Hunt is kind of a bus right now because he's in talking in trade talks. So, uh, you know, those are my other ones. I mean, no other sleepers really. Um, I already mentioned my sleepers. I I'm worried about Michael Carter a little bit. Um, I, I thought he would have been good, but Brees Hall's there now, which really scratched my head because I thought Michael Carter did pretty good for the Jets, you know, for what they he had. He did be smart last year. I was kind of – puzzled by that pick as well so but you never know that could be they could split carries and still have you can still get quite a few carries yeah the jets do anything but yeah now that yeah. they have some issues there hard to say though yeah okay do you have any other busts or anything or should we move no, let me say that. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, i'm a little down on him just because of the injuries the past couple years uh, and then james robinson uh he's kind of a bust so he's coming off an injury i'm going to try and stay away from him uh, i know a lot of people are really high on isaiah spiller uh, for some reason, all the running backs, other than Eckler, there never do well. Like they've drafted running backs over the last couple of years, and none of the running backs ever seem to do anything except for Eckler. So uh, I'm kind of down on Isaiah Spiller. He could bust out though. Damian Pierce, I do like him as a sleeper. I think he could eventually take over for the return of the Mac. But uh, I think Mac starts out though, like you said. But I think Pierce could be a nice sleeper in the later rounds as well. All right, we'll see. Let's get to the wide receivers. I'm going to burn through these, Dave. Um, I'm going to go, let's do t 10 and 10, okay? Okay. Cooper Cup, number one. And obviously, don't even need to talk about that. Best receiver in football is Cooper Cup. Number two, Jamar Chase from Cincinnati. Uh, God, he did. He lighted up yards after catch. was amazing with Joe Burrow. Number three, Justin Jefferson from Minnesota. It's really weird to put someone that Kirk Cousins is throwing to in the top three, but <laughs> it, I mean, he puts up puts up numbers, so I like him. And believe it or not, I have Devontae Adams, number four, Dave. I know a lot of people have downgraded Devontae a lot more. I think that uh, just playing with his old college quarterback is going to help. Plus, he's in that division, Dave, where they're going to need to score a lot of points. Um, number five, C.D. Lamb for Dallas. Uh, I think he's now the main guy that Amari Cooper's gone. Number six, Stefan, Stefan Diggs for Buffalo. Uh, he's all, all they have got left right now because they lost exactly. to Sanders and, and uh, Beasley. Uh, Debo Samuel, number seven. You know, I think he's got his contract straightened out or should be straight yeah he did he got a good contract extension yeah so he's good uh mike evans number eight touchdown heavy mike evans he gets a ton of touchdowns he's tall brady always looks for him in the end zone number nine deontay johnson from pittsburgh i know it's mitch throwing 
But uh, you got to think he's going to catch some of them, man. He's the he's the main guy now that Juju Smith Schuster's gone. And number ten, Michael Pittman from the Colts. I think he's going to have a pretty good year with Matty Ice thrown to him. Who's your top ten? I do like Pittman as well. I think he's he's definitely one of my sleepers. I really really like this year. Actually, he's high on my list. I'll, I'll go with mine then. Uh, pretty similar to yours, but just a different order. Uh, Cooper Cup. We don't have to talk about him. He's the best receiver. Uh, Justin Jefferson. I think he's actually one of the top. I think he is the next best receiver in football right now. Uh, and then Jamar Chase at three. Uh, those three could all are interchangeable, though. Those are the top three by far. Uh, number four, I got Stefan Diggs, like you said. Gabriel Davis is coming on. He's my sleeper that I like in the later rounds, but Stefan Diggs is definitely the man there still. Uh, number five, Devontae Adams. I can't forget about my ex-packer here. I think Derek Carr hooking up with his old college buddy uh, from, from, from Frenzel State. I think they're still going to have a nice year together. Uh, C.D. Lamb, I like him at six. Debo Samuel at seven. Uh, they're talking about not using him at running back this year, which surprises me, though. So that that kind of worries me a little bit because he did get quite a few fantasy points at running back. Eight, I have Mike Evans. Nine, Tyreek Hill. Uh, I think with Tua, I think he still could do well with Tua. Uh, he's going to be their deep th- downfield th- threat, so I still like him. Uh, and number 10, I got T. Higgins. Uh, I think T. Higgins has a big year this year as well because people are trying to double cover uh, Jamar Chase now. Yep, yep, T. Higgins, uh, he, he might get some left open, so good call. Why don't you go 11 through 20? Sounds good. 11, I got Keenan Allen. Uh, he's getting up there in age, but he's still going to put up solid numbers uh, with Justin there. I like him throwing to him, so uh, I like that connection. A.J. Brown, I've heard had heard very good things coming out of camp, even as, as, as late as today. I've heard that uh, he's been looking very good with Hurts, so, and they're starting to form a nice connection there. 13, Pittman. Uh, like I said, one of my sleepers here, I really like him at 13. Uh, he could even be a little bit higher possibly as well. Uh, number 14, I have DJ Moore for Carolina. He's going to be the main guy there. Uh, 15, Deontay Johnson. I, I like Mitch, actually. I think Mitch played well with the Bears. I just think they had a crappy offensive coordinator. Yeah, maybe. Coach. And Deontay Johnson was third in targets last year, too. Yeah, I know. I still I like that connection. I, I think Mitch could do a good job there. I think Mitch is an underrated quarterback, actually, for the Steelers. Uh, Terry McLaren at 16. Uh, Jaleen Waddle, one of my favorite rookies from last year at 17. Uh, you got Mike Williams, the other Chargers receiver at 18. They're going to be throwing the ball a lot in that division, like you said. 19, one of my sleepers here. I, I got him a little bit higher than you probably do. Cortland Sutton, I like him with Russell Wilson there now. Uh, and then number 20, I have DK Metcalf. All right, makes sense. Uh, poor DK, no quarterback. That's any kind of I think Gino will still throw the ball up in the air and he'll catch it somehow. Oh, yeah. DK is just a monster. He's just so athletic. He's just a beast. All right. Well, number 11, Keenan Allen. No need to talk about that. T. Higgins, I have the same reasons you. A.J. Brown next. And A.J. Brown, a little bit too hype. But, you know, I'm hoping not to draft him. But if he's there, I will. Uh, DJ Moore I have for Carolina, which I'm a little bit worried about. But he should be where he is because there's no one else to throw to him. Or there's no, no, no other threat receivers, I should say. Sorry. Mike Williams for the Chargers is number 15. He's going to get a ton of balls. And I have Tyreek Hill as a bust at number 16. I just don't, I'm just not sure about. Uh, I, I'm still worried about him too, but it's just this is speed. I think he can still get downfield and break off a couple big ones here and there. Two is not even like a top 15 quarterback in a lot of leagues right now. So we don't know. Um, just hmm. Adam Thielen, I have next is my sleeper at number 17. I think, uh, you know, he's going to get plenty of catches again now that he's back. Terry McLaurin, uh, number 18 for Washington. It's too bad it's uh, Carson Wentz throwing to him, but, uh, you know, Carson can th- play some good games. I have DK Metcalf at number eight, uh, 19, 
And DK, for all the right reasons, he's big, massive sized, super speed, right? Uh, Michael Thomas, yeah. Michael Thomas, sleeper, sleeper. I'm hearing good things. God, I, well, he's still injured, isn't he? No, he's been practicing, man. I don't know, man. He still worries me. I he worries you know, me. He, he worries me a little bit, but he's been practicing. I have that's why that's why he's not top eight. Like he was top three last year. Uh, they, I, know. You know, I mean, years ago he was. He was, yeah. the, he was the biggest bust last year. One of them. But I think uh, you know he's he he's practicing from the reports I saw. But maybe it's not full practice. But I'll dig, I'll dig, I'll dig a little deeper come fantasy time. I'm gonna blow through the rest of mine. Twenty one Jalen Model, number twenty two Marquise Brown who's gained some because of the DeAndre Hopkins issues. Juju Smith-Schuster, number 23. I think he's going to be the main guy in KC. How do you not have like that with Patrick Mahomes? I like that pick, actually. Yeah, I do yeah. like that pick. Yeah, he's more of a sleeper. Allen Robertson, number 24. He's going to play a, a big role when Cooper Cup gets double teamed. He's going to be a sneaky good player this year. Uh, Alan Lazard, number 25 for the Packers. I think uh, you know maybe their new guy doesn't work out, and maybe he gets the bulk of it. You don't know. Uh, Gabriel Davis, I have at number 26. DeAndre Hopkins at number 27. I think the the, the important thing about Hopkins, he's suspended, what, four games? It's, it's, I think it was four or six. Four, yeah, yeah. It was, maybe it's six. But the playoffs is just so more important. If you can just you know get to, get to, get to the point where he's coming back, he'd be a beast in the playoffs for you. Amari Cooper, number uh, 28. Uh, I just a little Cleveland, man. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm hoping I don't have to be in a position where I have to draft him. Um, number 29, Cortland Sutton. I have him as a little bit of a bust. Uh, it, a little bit less of a bust now that Patrick got hurt. We have to talk about that. Patrick, uh, you know, tore his knee up or something, knee or ankle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and so, you know, that really hurts him. Jerry Jetty, number 30. Darnell Mooney, number 31 for the Bears. Uh, Christian Watson, I have at number 32 as a sleeper. I think he's, you know, he's big, fast. I, I know he played Division II football, but he could maybe play the Devontae Adams role, like I said. It's going to be him or uh, Lazard, I think. Elijah, no, I think Romeo Dobbs, actually. I hate to say it, but Romeo Dobbs, I think, is going to be their go-to guy when the season starts. Ooh. He's been just walling for training camp, and he's been looking better and better every week. Well, that's going to be a super sleeper. Listen, listen to that, Romeo Dobbs, right from the Packer I'm fans. right now, man. Right from, the, right from the Packer fans' mouth. I love it. God, is he even in my rankings? Romeo Tops? I don't even see him. Anyway, Super sleep right there, baby. That's like, a, that's like a good night sleeper, my man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> then we have, uh, yeah, I think I covered most of it. Um, Elijah Moore, number 33. Rashad Bateman, number 34. And Kadarius Tony, number 35. So my sleeper, my my other busts are Braylon, Brandon Cooks for Houston. I don't like him, but I do have Traylon Burks for Tennessee as a sleeper. Darius Tony actually at thirty five was kind of a sleeper. He's ranked a lot lower in some places. KJ Hamler is a little bit of a sleeper now because he's going to play a lot more now that Patrick's hurt. So he, so I, if he's healthy, you know he from last year's injury he should be cool. And I have Wandale Robinson as a little bit of a sleeper. For the Giants, he could be the number two guy there. So, I mean, I have him way down to 80, 66. I have him, Dave, but very, very possible. So, why don't you finish yours out? Sounds good. 21, I got Brandon Cooks. Uh, uh, like you said, he's getting a little bit older, but he's going to be the main guy there. And Mills needs someone to throw to. So, I like him at 21. 22, Allen Robinson, like you said, I think he could be a sneak, sneaky pick this year. He, he can get quite a few receptions. Uh, Marquise Brown, 23. We already discussed him. 
Amari Cooper in Cleveland, yeah, like you said, I don't know about that quarterback situation. I think Watson's out more than six games this year as well. So we'll see what the final ruling on it is on that. Jerry Judy at 25. I like with him, him there with Wilson. 26, I like Darnell Donna Mooney there. Uh, he's going to be their main guy there. 27, I like Rashad Bateman. I moved him up my list a little bit here. Uh, he's going to be the main guy there with Marquise Brown gone now. So I do like him be the main guy there. Uh, 28, I do have a, a Ron, Ron, say Brown. I like him. Uh, he came on last year. He was huge for me in my some of my fantasy leagues. So I do like him at 28. 29, I like Gabriel Davis, uh, up-and-coming young receiver as well for the Bills. Uh, number 30, I have Elijah Moore. Uh, I like him as the as, as the second-year guy for the Jets. I think they're going to have an improving offense there. Uh, then I got Juju Smith-Schuster at 31. I like him there. Uh, and then uh, Devontae Smith is another guy I like. I got him next on my list. And then Drake London, I think he's, he's the last one on my list. I like him as a sleeper this year as well. Uh, he, he's going to get a lot of targets from Mariota, and he's, I think he's got, he's got to be the default number one guy there. Drake London, yeah. You know, he... I just don't like Mariota that much, but yeah, he's probably going to be another one guy. But you're also dealing with a big tight end there, you know. Um, and uh, he was kind of a bust last year, I would say. Well, I wouldn't say necessarily a bust, but, you know, Kyle Pitts he should have did a little bit more from where he was drafted last year, but he's going to command a lot of those. So, um, yeah, I could see London, though. He's uh, I have him in my top 45 anyway, so we'll... We'll, we'll, we'll get back to London a little bit later. Well, Dave, actually, we, we spent some time doing this. Let's cover quarterbacks, tight ends, uh, and defense next week um, with our rankings. So we'll end the show We'll end the show right now. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. I'm very excited for some fantasy football, my man. Uh, me too, man. Thanks for having me. All right, well, there you go, our fantasy running backs and wide receiver rankings. If you have any questions about that, feel free to tweet us at the Odds Breakers. Have a great rest of your week. We'll be back on Thursday morning for the next show, and go get some winners. <laughs>